Welcome to the Propaganda Universe, where we help the public understand and resist manipulative communication in order to preserve our ability to think independently. Thank you for joining me in Propaganda Universe, where we explore the nature of propaganda, information warfare, disinformation, and their impact on how we create meaning, make decisions, and conduct public discourse. In this introductory video, I'd like to talk a little bit about what Propaganda Universe is all about, who I am, and discuss some general concepts that represent the major themes of this channel. As for introductions, I'm your host, Dr. Randolph Rosine, a former practitioner, communication scholar, and a professor of information influence and cyber intelligence at the U.S. National Intelligence University. I am an Army veteran and have been assigned to positions in psychological operations, information operations, and intelligence. Notably, I served as the Director of Information Operations for Iraq and for the Near East region. I earned a PhD in communication from American University, hold three master's degrees, and I'm a graduate of the U.S. Military Academy. At the National Intelligence University, I teach courses in propaganda, denial and deception, foreign information and cyber strategies, and cyber threat intelligence. Being a former operator in the information operations field, as well as a communication scholar, makes me uniquely suited to talk about the subject matter of this channel. The purpose of Propaganda Universe is to be a public service, an educational resource dedicated to helping citizens, scholars, policymakers, and journalists make sense of how communication is used to influence our attitudes and behaviors. My own view is that digital communication technology has made propaganda and related forms of communication one of the central challenges we face as individuals and as a society. With the knowledge that I share, my goal is that audiences will be better able to detect and resist communication that seeks to influence us in ways that are not in our interests. This is important as we can all agree that we want to preserve our ability to think independently and act according to what's in our best interests and not those of others. Additionally, the capacity to think independently and make choices touches on the notion of exercising free will, and this is something that we all value. Since you are watching this video, I'm assuming that you have an interest in the subject matter of this channel. So no doubt you are familiar with the multitude of terms that are used to describe what essentially amounts to the same phenomenon. For example, terms such as propaganda, disinformation, misinformation, fake news, cyber warfare, information warfare, well, they all represent the same type of communication that I refer to as manipulative communication. Manipulative communication refers to a general category of communication where an actor seeks to gain exclusive benefit over others using an artifice. The term artifice means something that is contrived or made up to achieve an end using a deception or a ruse. 
I like using the term artifice because it captures the central characteristic that makes manipulative communication distinct from other forms of communication. Now, you might be asking yourself, okay, what's the difference between persuasion and manipulative communication? Well, manipulative communication can use persuasive techniques, but differs from persuasion in two important ways. For one, manipulative communication intends to benefit the user, and two, it employs artifice. Persuasion, on the other hand, occurs when the involved parties are engaged in reciprocal interaction, free of artifice. Think of persuasion as the classic Aristotelian form of argumentation and manipulative communication as propaganda. So why should we care about manipulative communication? Well, for one, those who use manipulative communication are attempting to exercise power over a targeted group by influencing the way they think, feel, and act that serves the purpose of the manipulator. The purpose of the manipulator may or may not be in the interests of the targeted group, but if this happens to be the case, this is merely a collateral effect as the primary aim is to advance the goals of the manipulator. So the question becomes, if we are the target of manipulative communication, are what we think, feel, and do genuinely ours, or something that has been designed to elicit these specific responses that serve the purpose of others? In other words, are we behaving according to someone else's interests or our own? This is an important question, not only for the individual choices we make, but also for us collectively as a society. In a democratic system, the formation of public opinion has a fundamental role in influencing public policies that directly impact our everyday lives. An issue arises when public opinion is shaped by special interests who use manipulative communication towards the creation of public policies that are beneficial to them, but not in the public's best interest. A case in point is the tobacco industry's suppression of the negative health effects of tobacco and deceptive promotion of tobacco as risk-free. Combined with extensive lobbying, this resulted in the prevention of public health policies that sought to diminish the negative consequences of widespread tobacco use. It's not just special interests that use manipulative communication, but governments as well. Observing how effective the U.S. government's campaign was to influence the American public from opposing entering World War I to enthusiastically supporting it, Walter Lippmann coined the term the Phantom Public. This expressed his skepticism that there was such a thing as public opinion because it was so easy to manipulate, or what he called the manufacture of consent. Just think. Lippmann wrote this in the 1920s at the dawn of the mass media era when the mediums available only consisted of print, film, 
and the new radio technology. With the advancement of digital communication technology and its pervasiveness in our daily lives, the capacity to shape attitudes, beliefs, and actions has exponentially increased. In today's world, we are immersed in an information-rich environment where manipulative communication is all around us. It is used in political communication, public relations, strategic communications, marketing, and advertising, just to name a few. It is so pervasive that Combs and Nemo, in their book, The New Propaganda, asserted that propaganda has become the dominant form of public discourse. Well, since we all are savvy media consumers, we can easily spot when we are being manipulated by media, right? Well, maybe. But consider this. A rule of thumb in the propaganda business is that effective propaganda does not look like propaganda. While some propaganda may be obvious, the fact that it is obvious undermines its effectiveness because we can easily dismiss the message. Effective propaganda finds our cognitive and psychological vulnerabilities and exploits them with appealing messages that slip through our cognitive filters. For an analogy, think of the crafty serpent in the Bible who influences Eve to eat the forbidden fruit. The serpent, often depicted as Satan, appeals to her desires while offering assurances that she would suffer no harm. Well, we all know how that story ends. The point here is that the serpent wasn't a fearsome demon of our imagination that we immediately identify as a threat, but came to Adam and Eve with subtlety and slyly exploited their human weaknesses. I'd like to end this introductory podcast by offering a disclaimer and making an appeal for your support. Propaganda Universe is my own independent initiative without any affiliation or support from a government, university, or other organization. That is to say that I bear all the production costs and create my own content without assistance. If you believe the mission of Propaganda Universe has value, please consider making a contribution and supporting the universe. You can support Propaganda Universe through the universe's Patreon site at patreon.com forward slash Propaganda Universe, one word, and PayPal at paypal.me forward slash Propaganda Universe, also one word. If you'd like to see the video version of this podcast, please check out the Propaganda Universe channel on YouTube. And finally, I hope I've stimulated your interest in the Propaganda Universe and that you'll join me in the next episode. Until then, I leave you with a quote from one of the most accomplished of propagandists, V.I. Lenin, who wrote, The art of any propagandist and agitator consists in his ability to find the best means of influencing any given audience by presenting a definite truth in such a way as to make it convincing, most easy to digest, most graphic, and most strongly impressive.